Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now okay everybody i have something really cool to tell you about if you haven't heard yet about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain here it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place. Now, the way that you can do this is you got to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and then you can get started it's really fun we just switched over recently here at all too real too and i'm enjoying it so far so be sure to check it out and uh let us know what you think everybody welcome to the special bonus episode of all too real too um matt and i just got back from seeing avengers end game by the way my name is michael e Collin the second and with me as always is my co-host matthew haas yes and uh just to give you a fair warning right now if you don't want to know anything that happened in end game Yes, I'm talking about Highlander Endgame. Yes, yeah, the movie that came that, out like, you know, 15 years ago or something. We're going to spoil it. Spoil it. So. No, no um, Avengers Endgame. We're going to spoil that movie. All um, of it. Yes. So do not listen to this until after you've seen the film. Every scene is going to be a minute commentary on every minute of the movie, which means it's going to be the exact amount of time that the movie I don't have three hours to Well, record. I'm just saying. Well, okay. That's okay. Fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> so anyways. Including the credit run. So, yeah. And we're going to talk about every preview we saw, too. Yes. <coughs> Which, oddly, I thought the previews were a little bit 
subdued for that movie. Mm-hmm. I was I was expecting like a lot of like superhero. Yeah. Maybe they're not not many superhero movies right now being coming out because yeah. of this is such a, such a big one. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I the only know. other one coming out anytime soon, I think, is like Spider Man: um, Far From Home. Right. But um. Anyways, uh, so this is your final final warning. Mm-hmm. Turn this off if you have not watched Avengers Endgame yet. I've warned you. Give him like a five second morning. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Okay. Iron Man dies. Yep. All right. Let's get this ripped off. Yeah. Rip off that mayonnaise real, real fast. So. (laughs) Yep. That sucks. Okay. So, um, I had that spoiled for me before I saw the movie, so I'm really pissed about that. Right. I know. You told me that later. Yeah. Um, well, he t- you told me later after, so after you didn't it happened. spoil it for me because no. you got it spoiled for you. No, I, so. I was I was looking on Facebook sadly right before we left to go to the movie, and um, yeah, some ass hat on there <laughs> named Jeff. I won't give his last name, but he uh, decided to put as his status Iron Man dies. Yeah, that's all it said. <clears throat> like, well, like at this point in time. I mean, it's it's not like 2005. Like this is this has been like going on for like 10 years now to not do that shit on social media. But yeah, whatever. But I hope you're happy with yourself, Mr. Jeff. Okay. Anyways, um, so the way we're gonna do this right now is I've, I've got some questions about the film. Um, we're not gonna like break down exactly everything that happened mm-hmm. in the film because that would take you know hours to do. It would. Yeah. And uh, I don't really spend feel like spending that, but. I mean, basically, first thing I want to ask you, Matt, what was your first impression of the film? Like, you're, right after you left, like, uh, what, what did you feel? Um, I felt a little bit, uh, just, to be honest, I was a little bit exhausted just from sit, having to sit down that long, you know, for a movie, because I, I normally don't. Um, I don't know, I was kind of confused, I guess, because I... Cause I I was. I felt let. To be honest, I felt kind of let down for most of the movie. Like I was not liking where it was going. Yeah. Until like the last like forty five minutes, and things started to finally pick up, and I was like, okay, I can sort of see where this is going. But like for a really long time, like for a good hour and a half, I was just kind of like, what is really happening here? Like 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 yeah. Like because to be honest, I don't. I, I mean, I don't want to get too far into the plot right now, but like. Time travel, I feel, has been done so many times lately. Especially yeah. now, I was like. Oh, another movie about time travel. Well, the thing like, is, I, you know lo- I, mean? I love like, time travel, though, so I'm okay with it um, myself. But um, I do too. The thing is, there, there was extent. no other way to solve this. Oh, really? In my opinion, I mean, there, it, there honestly, I cannot think of any other way you could have written this to solve it. Oh, because to bring everybody back, right? Or they could just not brought him back and then just yeah, kill but we, Thanos and all of his people. Yeah, and but then, you're not going to kill Black Panther and Spider Man right. and you know. Your your well, cash cow. Well, I could have. I thought that since mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, his his whole thing is that he's able to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of manipulate the spiritual realm. I had a, my own kind of personal theory that maybe he had just tricked Thanos into thinking that yeah. he did all this. So Thanos was basically just living in his own kind of made up reality Fantasy. where he yeah. thought this was actually real, and that, the real world is where he's keeping all see, the people safe, type of thing. I could have seen that happening, mm-hmm. but the story wasn't told from Thanos's point of view in the last movie. Oh, okay. It was told basically we were witnessing everything. Oh. If it was just told from his point of view, I could see that happening yeah. from a story point. But um, but like there were events in that movie happening. That he wasn't part of. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, when, when there's something that's your point of view, I can see something like that happening. Mm. It's kind of like, you know, I mean, I, I'm fine with time travel. I mean, I watch mm. The Flash every week, so, yeah, you know, time travel happens all the time on there, and I watch Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> and that's that whole show. Well, exa- that's my that's my exact point, yeah. though, is that I, since I do watch this so much, too, it's like, oh, another one about that. Mm-hmm. T- yeah, that's I, just mean, my I mean, it doesn't seem as cool, but yeah. the thing is, I like in the movie, they did kind of make fun of time travel. Yeah, a little bit. Which made it a little bit better. Like they, they were making fun of time travel movies like Back to the Future and right. Hot Tub Time Machine and yeah, things like that. Yeah. And then what he said Die Hard. Oh yeah, Die Hard, that's not one of them. <laughs> yeah. So that they was were, just my initial thing was I was kinda confused and then yeah. like relieved but, by the last forty minutes. But so. like overall, do you like did you like the movie? Kind of. I, I, I liked the first I liked Infinity more better, I think. Yeah. Personally. I and the thing is, I, I think that it's hard to end a story, and that's that's the hardest part of a story is the ending. Yeah, almost nobody can really do it in like a great way, in my opinion, because like, how do you finish something? I mean, that's the thing. It's like 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 with like, you can always say, oh well, I'll just write another book and we'll solve this issue. But like, how do you finish everything? Like that's such a yeah. Hard I mean, thing there's to still like, going to be more in the future, but it's like oh, okay. finished. Well, this this part of the story this part of the story yeah. where where you've got basically the end of end of tony and steve in a way right because um it's kind of like you know you're not going to have the same people and i apologize folks if my voice sounds kind of strained or whatever i'm getting over a cold so a really bad one yeah um anyways uh i've got a couple of questions here my my basic opinion of the film was i liked it better than infinity war but that could change in a day or two (laughs) Um, this is like your initial. Yeah, because um, when you just come out of a theater, sometimes you've got that high from mm-hmm. being in a movie theater and stuff. But I did like it a lot. I mean, I don't know if it's my favorite Marvel movie, because uh, honestly, I think I think um, Civil War or Winter Soldier are both great movies. Both of those are awesome. There's a lot of other films in the in the series that are really great. But uh, I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy is awesome. But it's just. It's hard to say what the best is. I liked Captain Marvel. I liked them all, but with the exception of I didn't really care for the first Thor, but um, or the second Thor, the third Thor was good, but um, <laughs> the uh, so anyways, um, I'm gonna start out with some questions here. Um, first question that I have for you, Matt, is what was your favorite scene in the film? <clears throat> um, the uh. The part where um, Doctor Strange comes out through his reality spinning stuff, and then everyone starts coming out of their oh, yeah. portals to fight like this huge <laughs> battle. I mean, like literally, like everyone is there, like just thousands of people, like all over the place. Yeah, to fight Thanos and his I don't know horde or whatever his, uh, his minions his, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the children of Thanos or whatever they are. Yeah, that's what yeah. they call the children of Thanos. Yeah, and uh. That was that was kind of my favorite was just seeing all seeing all that orange, you know, um, portal stuff being yeah, you know, circles or whatever. As uh, Peter says, like uh, at one time he says something like, uh, <clears throat> "Doctor Strange's uh, oh. sparkly orange things or <laughs> right. yellow things or whatever he calls them." Yeah, the um, yeah, I think um, my favorite scene is probably. I kind of like, I don't know, it's it's a tough one to pick up a favorite scene from this movie. I mean, when I came up with this question, I should have thought of it myself. But uh, the um, 
came up with a question before I saw the movie, though, so it's kind of hard to do. But uh, the um, the idea is, uh, I think I I kind of like the subdued scenes where Tony and his daughter are like when she says she loves him three. Oh, I know. You know, three thousand percent and stuff <clears throat> like that. And I I just like seeing Tony with a daughter. That was cute. Yeah. <clears throat> so. That I like, but I did love the battle at the end. I mean, that was cool where everybody, where you, the part you were talking about where everybody came back and kicked ass. Speaking about subdued scenes, so that, that would be my my first favorite. Um, but my second favorite would be the very opening scene with Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, when, when Clint his, loses his family. Yeah, he's teaching his daughter how to shoot an arrow. Yeah. And then um, his wife and stuff, they're asking like what they mm. want in their hot dogs or whatever. And then... Uh, he turns around or whatever, and his daughter was going to go inside the house for a minute or what? I don't know. And then she he turns around and he's calling her name. And then, like, you just see a little bit of that, like, dust, just yeah. dust or whatever, mm-hmm. like her particles or whatever. But yeah. the tree where she was probably getting the arrow out or whatever. And then he turns around and the picnic table and everyone's gone. And then, like, everyone else. Yeah, that was really sad. Everyone else in the field is gone, mm-hmm. too. Like, other people just gone. Well, I don't know. I think there was other people there, but. um Yeah. Yeah, it was just like so everybody that, was that, gone. And that was like the beginning. That was like the beginning of the whole movie. Was that scene? Like it just opened up like that. And uh, yeah, I like that. <clears throat> um, my next question for you, um, Matt, who is, in your opinion, the standout character in the film? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> let's see here. I, I would think. Maybe it's such an easy thing, but like Tony. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I, I mean, because like he's I, he's like I think like the leader. I mean, like I guess it's like a debate between Captain America, Tony, but I think Tony's kind of like the yeah. leader, really, mainly of it. And um, yeah, I mean, well, he was the first one to join the Avengers, even though right. Captain America is the first Avenger, technically. But yeah, the- <laughs> and, I mean, because since he's like the main, mm-hmm. and um, I'm trying to think. You know, again, it was a three-hour-long movie. So. Oh yeah. But like, they did service everybody pretty well. That's the thing, yeah. So yeah. it's like hard to say like which. I mean, I guess Bruce Banner was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, with his like sort of hybrid between being Professor Hulk. Hulk. Like, yeah, he's pretty yeah. much both now, mm-hmm. like all, all yeah. the time. Because in the comic books, he does become like that, oh, and he's okay. called Professor Hulk. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, um, I think my. Uh, I mean, I'm going to just take Tony off the table mm-hmm. because I think he's basically the linchpin of the whole movie, but. I think the standout of the whole movie was actually Nebula. Okay. It. I say this just because we didn't get to see a lot of her in the previous Guardians of the Galaxy films or in Infinity War as much as we didn't. But I think that she was just really a cool character in this movie. Um, they because they they gave her different dimensions and they had her playing two different versions of herself and everything. It was pretty cool mm-hmm. um, to see that. So I mean, I guess as far as like standout characters, and I like I want to see more of her in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I, yeah, and I hope we do. <clears throat> looks like uh, looks like the Guardians might have gained another uh, member at the end of the movie though too. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks like they got Thor. <clears throat> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because so, he so, was um, yeah, he joined their ship at the right. end, and um, makes me wonder if with uh, if uh, Guardians three, if Thor's going to be in it because that would be sweet. <clears throat> That would be sweet because because it wasn't it wasn't he kind of one well, Infinity War it was sort of accidental that he was on their ship because yeah. of um the whole thing yeah whatever um 
Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That um, would be pretty sweet, I think. Um, we'll have to see where that goes, and I'm just glad that James Gunn is going to be back for the third one, and that'll be cool to see. Yeah, they mentioned um, his name, too, on, on this movie. Being on one the credit, He's one of the executive producers. Yeah, so I think he was regardless. Even before if, all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, he was, and John Favreau was as well, um, and Stan Lee. The... Um, yeah, and that was cool too. Stan Lee's cameo in this movie was pretty sweet. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a cab driver or something who just drives by and says, you know, peace and love, man, or something like that. Make love, sweet. not war. war. Yeah, something, something like, like that was pretty some, sweet. Because nineteen seventy, yeah. When they um, that's where Tony met his dad before he was born. <clears throat> you know, stuff like that. Um, that was pretty, pretty cool. So um. Let's take a little break right now, sure. um, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the movie. Um, we'll be right back. Hi, folks. This is Michael E. Cullen II from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with manager Matthew Haas. You got promoted? Yes. Damn it. Okay. Anyways, um, folks, uh, do you like the show Superstore? I don't know. I asked the folks and nobody's answering well, me. Because they're not here. Oh, but we love damn it. it. Yeah, we love it, though. Okay, folks, if you like it as much as we do, you're really going to like the Super Story podcast, which is a podcast where Matthew and I go uh, episode by episode and give our little opinions and thoughts on it. Uh, sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we don't. Um, just depends on how we're feeling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you like this podcast and like our little crazy banter then you should definitely check this out. Or I might get sad. And when I get sad, it gets pretty sad. Yeah, so I can't deal with him when he's sad. Yeah, no one can, really. So, um, yeah. So, so check out uh, Super Story Podcast right here where you get this podcast, Super Story Podcast. And we are back. Back. Back to the bone. Back from the, I don't know. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed those ads. Or whatever they are. I did. Anyways, um, so right now, um, I got another question for you here. Sure. Um, what was the most disappointing part of the film? <clears throat> hmm. I guess part of it's how how little Captain Marvel was in it. I thought she might have been a little bit yeah, more into it. That was kind of disappointing. She see the movie kind of played with you a little bit because the beginning twenty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's taking you into a different, completely different direction. Yeah. And Captain Marvel's pretty much in it from the beginning of that. And then, like, after 25 minutes, it does a huge time jump of five years, and it's a completely different movie at that point. Yeah. So it's, it's, it kind of tricks you yeah. a little bit. And I, I was kind of, I mean, I guess that's kind of cool to kind of not to give you something that's unexpected. But I was like, because Captain Marvel just came out like a few weeks ago, so I'm like, "All oh, right, Captain yeah. Marvel's back," and I was like, "Oh, she's not in that much." Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting too. She shot all the stuff for this movie before she shot Captain Marvel. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, interesting. Mm. Um, I mean, she she was underutilized, but I can see why because she wasn't necessarily a big part of this first, you know, three or four phases of the Marvel universe, mm. where I could see she's going to be the leader of the next phase of them i mm. think in my opinion somebody's gonna have to step up to be the leader of the avengers and i think it might be her Ch- t'challa or somebody like that you know it's gonna have to be you know yeah i don't see it being spider-man or anybody well, so he's, yeah he's too, he's too young uh, yeah <clears throat> just 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 a kid. and um my most disappointing part probably would be that 
Nat died. Yeah. I I know. I don't see how that happens. She's got to come back somehow or something because there's going to be there's going to be a Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of pissed me off. Also, I found it I was kind of pissed that they didn't find a way to bring Vision back somehow. I know that they couldn't because he had to have sacrifices from the previous movie, but I thought he would maybe be in the movie somewhere somehow or something. You well, know? I thought it was not about sacrifices, but the fact that anyone who died that had that wasn't about to snap. Well, no, yeah, no, was... that's what I mean. But you have to have sacrifices, in my meaning, oh, in, in the fact of war has oh, right. death. Well, too, because yeah. technically he he didn't really he took his stone out. Yeah, but he didn't actually like stab him or kill, unless that's what did kill. I don't. Know. That's what killed him. He, oh. he died. In the okay. End movie. Okay. Yeah, he he died. Thanos killed him. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it it makes sense, but I mean it's just just sad and have no. I I was hoping for Black Widow to maybe take the reins as the leader of the of the Avengers or something. And, yeah. But I mean she's got her she's got her own movie coming out, which makes me just really curious as to. I mean, it could have been during sometime during the five year time jump, too, because she, she was trying yeah. to track someone down. Um, well, who was she trying to track down when she was eating her sandwich, peanut butter or jelly sandwich? It was, oh, they were trying. They were trying to find. Um, <clears throat> they were trying to find. Uh, um, Clint. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. Hawkeye. Yeah, that's who she was okay. trying to find. I think. Anyways, um. So now, um, for a more fun question here, for your next question that I'm going to ask you, because um, I mean, this is this is kind of a review, folks. Not really. This is just kind of our question and mm. sort of like our way of decompressing the film. Yeah, because we just came out <laughs> like an hour and a half yeah. ago. So, I mean, I'll give you my final thoughts at the end or something on it. But uh, my next question was, uh, if you could hang out with one of the Avengers. For a day, who would it be, and why? For a day, mm-hmm. <clears throat> shoot. Uh, all right, well, let me try to list them all in my head because there's so many. So there's yeah. there's Bruce, there's Tony, there's Natasha, there's Clint. Um, I'm already yeah, like anybody in the movie is an Avenger technically. So probably Tony, just because yeah. I I I I. <coughs> I really vibe with his sort of sarcastic humor yeah i really do like i totally think i could just hang out with that all day and just you know yeah i think as far as like fun people to hang out with probably scott would be a cool one to hang out with you know ant-man he'd just be yeah i don't know scott just seems like a cool guy and mm. i like paul rudd anyway so yeah paul rudd's awesome dude never ages he pisses me yeah, off he does a little bit i, I noticed though a little bit, but but it's so I, I think I think with someone like him again, I'm not I'm not trying to throw him on the buzz, but he might age really fast because he hasn't aged at all. So it's all maybe it'll all hit hit him one sorry, day. Sorry, Paul, if you ever no. happen to listen to this, I don't know. I think he's just got that whole thing like Dick Clark had, where Dick, yeah, Dick Clark just didn't seem to age for years. That's true, yeah. Or Ryan Seacrest, or one of those people that just doesn't right. seem to age ever. But he yeah. would be fun, I think, because like mm-hmm. he's kind of similar to Tony, yeah, and being somewhat goofy. But Tony's got the more of that edge, and I think Scott is more of just kind of more on a nerdy side. Yeah, of he's it, just a doofus. He yeah. just seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. I don't know. I mean, but I mean, mind you, you know, I, I you know, if, now if I want to go out on a date with somebody, I'm thinking like Natasha. But um, that's yeah. just me. But you know, um. <laughs> Or maybe Gamora, but um, 
I don't know. Anyways, since um, I'm married, you know, to Captain, you are? Mar- Captain Marvel, so you know. We, oh yeah, you are married to her. Go I to, forgot. To go yeah. on married dates, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. How's that going, by the way? It's pretty good. <laughs> that episode hasn't aired yet that we oh, talked about that, but that's okay. <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> I kind of ruined that. <laughs> it's okay though. Um, people know what we're talking about when that one airs, probably yeah. like months from now. <laughs> Anyways, um, a little bit, you know, to see how the how the um. I don't know. The bread is baked here. Um, we kind of, uh, you can see that, uh, you know, we recorded most of these episodes months ago. Yeah. This one is going to be automatically right away. This is our first one that we've done that's like right away. Yeah. So um, my thing is, okay, now the next thing is, okay, where this is, okay, I was going to have ask you uh, where you would rank this among comic book films. Like, would you rank it high or low? You don't have to say, like, you know, a number of where you'd rank it, but. I would say, I, I would kind of rank it somewhat high. Um, right now, if I'm, if I'm being, like, totally honest, I would say it's about 6.8 out of 10. But, again, mm-hmm. we just saw yeah. it an hour, hour and a half ago. Yeah. So I might in a few days from now when I might actually be thinking about some stuff some more and, and kind of put some of the pieces together. I might, I might get some things more. Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm kind of missing some things, you know, here and there, but I, I'd say it's reasonably, you know, reasonably high. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I put it among the high ranking ones. I mean, it's never going to be, I don't know, one of my favorite comic book movies. Um, what's your, what is your favorite comic book movie that you've seen? Um, I don't know if it's a comic book movie or not. Um, but it's about like superhero ish people. Um, it's called, um, oh shit, I forgot the name of it. It was really long too. It was like, and these were like, they they were, they were like more like gritty superheroes. Like they weren't really like superheroes because they kind of had like, really really serious flaws like i mean like, yeah. i know these ones have flaws but they kind of had like more like yeah like drug addictions and like people some of them like became like doing stuff for like murder for hire later ah, i forgot what it was it was it was like um damn i wish the watchman yeah the watchman yeah yeah I, I don't know if that's the comic book oh yeah it is it's okay. based on it's based on a on a comic dc comic okay called the watchman. well i like that yeah. one a lot um yeah i mean i like i like that one that's a great movie um I mean, my favorites are either. I love I love eighty nine Batman. I love uh, I love Dark Knight. <clears throat> yeah, Dark Knight's good. And if we go with comic book movies, my all time favorite comic book movie is actually The Crow. Oh yeah. So <laughs> that, but um, yeah. Um, so my next question is not one that I had on my list, but it just oh, came to me. All right. Um, where do you see the where do you want to, I should say, see the Marvel Cinematic Universe go after this? Um, you know, okay, so like, and again, I'm not, don't pretend to yeah. like know everything oh, no, about fine. comics and stuff, so I'm, I'm going to sound kind it's of just your opinion. like a newbie here, but yeah. like, <clears throat> I'm, I'm hoping to see maybe it go in a more um supernatural direction yeah as opposed to the sci-fi stuff because a lot of it 
most most of it seems to have to do with like technology and stuff. When Thor mentioned stuff about space magic, you know, and stuff like that, then his mom said she was raised by witches. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping for more of like that kind of like pagan esque, like people conjuring up spirits or magic as yeah. opposed to like I built this awesome machine and we're going to use this to save the world type of thing which is cool but we've seen that for 10 years I want to see yeah, well, a little bit more I think earthy. I think with you know the introduction of Doctor Strange a few years ago and mm-hmm. stuff like that they are going in that direction yeah um a little more than you know and Thor kind of has that has had mm-hmm. that for from the beginning um I can see that I mean I just see like even not on necessarily caring which direction they go as far as like genre I want to see more women mm-hmm leading characters i think that they waited way too freaking long to give captain marvel a movie i mean i'm glad that they waited for brie larson because if they would have done it earlier it would have been cast with a different actress but they waited way too long to do that um quit quit virtual signaling (laughs) sjw's around the comic book universe sorry that's okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's my impression for anyone I don't like. I was, is, is complainy people about stupid stuff. Well, on that note, let's take a little break <laughs> here. No, it's okay. We're just gonna take a take a take a couple second break here, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Hey, folks, this is uh, Michael E. Cullen II um, from the podcast that you're listening to right now, along with Matthew Haas. We just wanted to tell you about our great, great podcast called Super. It's called All Too Real. And on that show, what what do we do, Matt? We we watch biopics and then we talk about whether or not the movie matched up with the real story or not. So we we, was a lot more exciting than that though. Yeah, so 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 we we analyze the real story and the real story. Get it? Get it? Real. You know? Yeah, they're spelled differently, folks. Yeah. You can guess which one I said which way. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, so uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Um, but we uh, talk about great, sh- great, uh, great movies like uh, Shattered Glass yes. and The Social Network and uh, A Futile and Stupid Gesture, among others. Um, those are some of the ones that we've covered so far, and uh, we're going to cover a lot more. So uh, please uh, subscribe on. Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you uh, find your great, fun podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends. Do it. Do it. Do it. And make sure you're not afraid to get all too real. Bye-bye. Okay, and we are back. So, yeah. No, I mean, basically, what I'm saying is, you know, I think that I would like to see more women-led movies. In the future of this. And yes, I do know that you, some of you more quote-unquote conservative or, you know, living in your mom's basement sort of people might be pissed at me and I don't give a fuck. Anyways, um, <laughs> I want to see more people of color. I want to see more people that are trans. I want to see people that are gay. I want to see other characters in this universe that was primarily for the first 10 years led by white men. And I don't care who cares what I say. I'm just saying. You're just pandering, man. Yeah. You're just pandering. You're you're trying to score (laughs) um, your social points, uh, social capital points. I don't know. No, because I've always thought that because I really think that about everything. You're just trying to be super cool and tolerant and, and since I'm, I'm not, then that, that's a bad thing. My, uh, my main thing is is that the Avengers are Earth's Mightiest Heroes, not white America's Mightiest Heroes. 
No, that's just a natural thing. That's just the free market, man. So, so I'm just going off I, on my just, little soapbox I, here. I, no, I know you're being the devil's advocate here well, on this thing. But not really. Because no, I'm making fun of the. Devil's oh, I know you. Yeah, I know you are, but I know what you do. No, I'm just saying. But my main thing is, is like I'm. Not, I'm not trying to get all social justice warrior here on you or anything. I'm just basically saying that uh, variety is the spice of life, and the thing is, it's like honestly, I think the. <laughs> This might sound weird, but the worst part of the Captain Marvel movie was not the fact that she was female that a lot of people brought up. The worst part about the Captain Marvel movie was that it was too formulaic. Oh, yeah. I think it should have been even more girl power. (laughs) It should have been more. It should have been more of a story that I couldn't have predicted. Um, No, because she she changed her outfit with some Barbie color thing or whatever that guy says yeah <laughs> <I> should say that <clears throat> no it's okay um but my main thing is is like i just want to see more diversity and more things and i think they're going that way and they're finally catching up but the problem is is i think it might be too late in some ways they should have done this sooner and honestly dc beat them to the punch with wonder woman mm-hmm. and uh you know it's just like i don't know i see and, and then even with TV, you've got Supergirl on TV, which is an amazing show, well acted, well written, maybe a little too social justice warrior for some people, but that's okay because we need that. We need diversity because the thing is, if everything everything is Batman and and Captain America, we're kind of just bored. You know what the I mean? Is, though, yeah, but the thing is about that stuff is that <clears throat> I've watched almost the first two seasons like, yeah. carefully, carefully. Mm-hmm. and if you notice. The, the so-called social justice warrior stuff, th- these are like little throwaway lines that are like, like that last like five seconds and like a 43 minute long episode. But yeah, still, people those, get those five seconds will throw people's world into disarray. Yeah. Like, and it's like, I'm like, and this episode's 43 minutes long and five seconds of you, it. You haven't like, gotten to the current season? No, I'm on second season. No, no, no. What I'm saying is oh, okay. you haven't gotten to that yet. Wait till you get to that. It's more than a few throwaway lines. Okay. It's completely. I mean, they have a trans character on the show. Okay. So. Oh no, that's gonna be another big thing. Yeah, I, no, I no. That, that's what I'm saying. I like to see that. I mean, right. the thing is, there are people. Pe- people get so offended when representation, and I'm getting on a soapbox that has nothing to do with Avengers necessarily, but the fact is, people get so pissed off when someone other than a white dude is represented. Re- represented. I can't speak. Represent, represented. Represented in. A film or a TV show, and I don't get why because it's so stupid. But the reasoning is, and I and again, I'm not even playing devil no. advocate because I I can't do that because I'll just I just make fun of them. But like <clears throat> their whole thing mm-hmm. is, it, it, it's forced. See, they're not they're not they don't have a problem with people of color in movies or well, women. They they have a problem with it. it Having to be a woman. Yeah. It, no, and my thing is, is that's, I, that's what they say. Most of it, the time, it, it is written well. I will tell you this, and this is a this is a thing about Supergirl. Mm. Alex being gay was forced. Was it? Oh, okay. It seemed like it writing wise, in my opinion, okay. because the whole first season, there's no mention really of her sexuality. Well, that's it though, because she was she didn't know. Yeah. So she, yeah, she but, never dated but, or anything. But my like thing that. is, is it just seemed to, that one seemed to come out of nowhere. Okay. And I had issue with that only from a storytelling purpose. Okay. Had nothing to do with her being gay. But now that it's been established, I love her character being, you know, mm. gay and what happens with her character throughout the sh- show. Um, but 
I do understand when things are quote unquote forced in, in a storytelling, mm. somebody getting pissed about that. But when you start a show out and the character is gay or right. black or Asian or what have you that people are upset about or trans like in um, Supergirl then, now, so you know, they say, it's just they say it's forced that they're trying to force, even though it's like right from the beginning, right? They're trying to force tolerance. They're trying to force. I mean, I remember it's, like, it's their code word. I remember it's, when like Will and Grace came out and people are like, oh, they're forcing their right. their views on us. Grand, you don't that show is stupid, but but, but my thing is, is you don't have to watch Will and Grace. You know, see again, so I know we're, we're kind of ruined this whole review. I don't care any political, but so there is. These are all these are all code words too. Yeah, like, they just don't want things to be forced. Mm-hmm. They they want it to happen naturally. They say we we we're okay. Just 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 throw in a few here and and let let them kind of just come in slowly. Good 200, 400 years, yeah. you know, because in that because by that and by, I mean I'll be dead and I won't have to worry deal with it, you know. So my grandchildren they they can deal with having to you know have diversity. I yeah. I don't have to want to deal with that. You know? But that's what Hitler said too. Anyways, um, oh, no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't want diversity ever. <laughs> no, no uh, but um, my. <laughs> that's great but um my i mean and my thing is is if anybody listening to this has a different point of view feel free to feel free to email me personally at mike at cullenpark.com or at all too real two at gmail.com we'll listen to your points of view and we might even talk about them on a future um broadcast i mean it's just my thing is, is like I've seen things in the past where people got pissed off at like, um, like uh, the TV show Criminal Minds, for example, where Thomas Gibson was fired for kicking a cameraman or something and other acts of violence. But people are like, oh, they're just doing that because they don't want a white man being in charge of the Criminal Minds uh, people anymore. And then Patrick Brewster's character came back and she became the head of the thing. And it was like. They were saying that it was all about, you know, because there was a woman producer of the show, and that's why they had to get rid of Tom, a white guy. Right. No, it had, you know, but, but it, you know, in their mind, it had nothing to do with the fact that he kicked a crew member. I mean, <clears throat> okay. If, if I walked up to one of my coworkers at work and kicked them, I'm pretty sure I'd right. be fired. So about that, okay. Yeah. So and again, this, we're kind of mm-hmm. like veering out. Again, we, we just saw this like an hour and a half ago. So, yeah. So we're good. So we're kind <clears throat> of. So um. We'll about back the, about it. this whole thing, and because uh, well, this stuff is important because because you know these people who want to sabotage movies before they even come out, you know they, they're real people. They they exist and 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 they do shit to try to ruin establishments and movies just because it's not what they like. It so yeah. So in some way, they have to be talked about a little bit because and, you, you can't. I don't believe that ignoring a problem makes it go away. Type and people thing, are so. like, oh, why should you care? It's just a TV show or just a movie or something like not, that. But the though, thing is, it's... TV show and any kind of art, music, painting, whatever, are a re- reflection of our society. And the more we suppress people's right to their art- artistic expression, the more we suppress our own right to our own opinions. And eventually we become a homogenized society of uh, supremacists. Right. And we don't want that. Right. I don't want that. No. I, mean, I don't think anybody wants that except for, except you know, for white the, supremacists. Except for those. Yeah. yeah. But, um, and, uh, and if they're listening to the show, feel free to email me, but I might email you back nastily. Right. Anyways, well, um, too, that's why they hate that stuff. Yeah. Because, again, I, sorry, I know you were on your soapbox, mm. but it's just because. Uh, oh, so, no, it's fine. You can have it. This is not just new <laughs> stuff. This has been going on for, for a long time. So, mm-hmm. and what it is, is that 
it's kind of like what um, I don't know who who said it. Well, lots of people have said it, but really, no one actually consciously thinks that they are evil and is is glad that they're evil. Most even evil people think they're actually doing the good thing. Oh yeah. There's very few people that are actually evil and they're like, yeah, I'm evil. I'm cool with that. Well, like well, most well, people actually think that they're the heroes of the story. Well, it's like when you play like, a villain in a movie or a TV show or something like that, you don't play it from the point of view as a, you know, I'm an evil I guy. Am, right. I'm ha You're not playing it as a monster. Right. You're playing it with a person as a, with a conscience who <clears> is doing what they think is right. Right. So for the most, so, yeah, so while, while I was getting at with that is that, so <clears throat> that's what it really, what it comes down to is like, like, um, you know, when they watch these things because they think that they're heroes. Yeah. So when they see superhero movies or TV well, shows or books where they're depicted as the enemies, they get all pissed off because, like, wait a minute, I'm the hero here. Why is Supergirl taking out white supremacists? I, I'm a white supremacist, and I, I'm actually trying to save my race from all these other evil people. Yeah. So, she, she, you know, she's the enemy. And, it's well, like, yeah. and that, that'll just bring us back to the Avengers right. when you got Thanos. Right. And Thanos, Thanos thinks that what he's doing is good for society. Right. At first. At first. But now he has but, become. Yeah. At the, at the end of this movie, he kind of becomes where he's going to take some kind of gratification in the fact that he right. might be destroying Earth. Not just Earth, uh, but the whole universe. The whole, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, so we go we piggyback here. So, so, so Thanos originally, his plan was to take out half of all life in the universe. Right. Yeah. And now his plan is, which again, you want to talk about something I was disappointed in. I was kind of disappointed in this, uh, this, this, sorry, disappointed in this arc where it's like, Oh, at first I was going to just kill half the unit, but now I'm going to kill all of life. Like I'm like, okay, so well, you're just well, going to double my, down. Like my, my thing when I look at it is it's, this is, uh, this Thanos that we experienced in this movie is not the same Thanos that we experienced in the last movie. What do you mean? Not the same. Because he's the past Thanos, he's not. <clears throat> because the Thanos that came—that's uh, a few years though. It's like 2014. I yeah, mean, but people not... change a lot in years. Yeah. And what I'm saying is that was before he ever. The the Thanos that we had there, that was the Thanos before he ever gained any of the Affinity Stones. Oh, I see. So basically, <laughs> his plan was still in formation at the time. So in 2018, <clears throat> Thanos. Was like a wizened. Yeah, I, I, like, I think he was probably genocidal had, He probably had more of a moral compass in that gotcha. sort of. Yeah. Okay. In 2014, Thanos is a little is, different. He's drunk on power. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And, and plus, he finds out what happened in the future, right? And knows where it's going, and realizes that if it goes the way it's going, he's fucked up. So in a way. He sees that he he realizes because he sees the point of view of the fact that when he destroys half of a society, the people that are left are the ones that are suffering. Right. So he's not really taking away the suffering that he thought he was taking away. So he's still actually from a moral standpoint in a way. Yeah, but how stupid do you have to be to like have to do something like that to then understand like, Oh, people are sad that their loved well, ones were killed. Like, like, are you a type of idiot that has to touch a hot stove to know it's hot? Like, well, my thing is, is I don't know where what his background okay. is fully. I mean, I do to a point, but what I'm saying is that I don't think he thought it through. <laughs> is what I'm getting at. Yeah. To the point where he didn't realize that the people that are going to suffer more are not the people that he killed, but it's going to be Clint and it's going to be, you know. Steve and it's going to be Tony and people like that that are left. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be Peter and Peter and um, <laughs> right. I just wanted to point out the fact that there's two guys named Peter in this universe. <clears throat> that's right, there is. Uh, <laughs> there's Peter Quill and there's Peter Parker. That's right, yeah. But um, yeah, the uh, but 
so I, I can see that point of view too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but what I'm saying is, in his mind, everything that he's doing, even when he wants to destroy the whole universe, he doesn't think it's a bad thing because he thinks that he can then snap his fingers and create new people mm-hmm. who are going to appreciate the world, right, and worship him. Yeah, not necessarily. No, he. I don't think he wants to be worshipped. Well, he's got to be grateful. Grateful to him. I don't think he wants to be worshipped well, because the thing is, I think he wanted of. to ended up dying eventually. Oh, okay. So he. It, it, he's he's a complicated character. In the, I mean, in the comic books, he does it for a lot of different reasons. Anyways, I mean, he does it to impress death and stuff. Right? Like that. Yeah, he's yeah. more evil in the comics and, and more kind yeah. of just sarcastic. And but like, I think they they made him a very multi dimensional character, especially mm-hmm. in the Infinity War film. He was very well. And that one, yeah, because at the end of it, when when he has like this sort of vision or whatever of Gamora <laughs> as a child, yeah, and she asked him what did it cost, and he said everything. Yeah. And then, like, he even, like, it, like, even in, in, like, the first 20 minutes of this movie, he pretty much just, like, accepts the fact that he's, that they're going to kill him and that he wasn't really doing this to, like, save his own life necessarily. No. Because think about it, really think about it. This guy is a, is from a race called the Titans, when pretty much everyone there is, like, their own mini version of Thanos, kind of. Yeah. If Thanos wanted to carve out like a little planet for himself just to hang out and do whatever, he could probably do that. Yeah. Without, so it wasn't really about only his own life. No, he was protecting. Like, he was doing it because he actually thought, in a weird way, did care about humanity. It's it's kind of like he's, he's a nice Hitler. Yeah, that's basically what. It basically, is. he's he 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 just wants to kill you not because he hates you, but just because you just you're just a burden. No, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, send him to the infirmary, like, give him where, a where, shot, and yeah. you know. Where Hitler wanted to kill you know. people because he just wanted one race, right? Whereas this guy, so so now so now new dictators and want to be dictators throughout the world. This is your new template. Um, Let's if, not give him ideas. When man. you plan genocides, <laughs> just don't talk about hate and, and don't and just say just say it's it's a pragmatic. <laughs> we we don't have enough to go around resources. Yep. Sorry. And just say sorry as you're doing it, and then... Well, um, I mean, it is a scary thing to think about, too, though, in the future, because we are running out of resources in this world. Well, we're not, though. It's the, well, yeah. we are, we are, but it's also about... Distribution. Distribution and yeah. also waste. Yeah. So there's three factors. Yeah, we are running... We are kind of... There is there is limited, but then it's the two other factors as well that it's causing yeah. more as well, so... But yeah, so maybe a good, good two, five hundred years, we might have a human Thanos who's like, hey... Just gonna have to figure something Kill out here. Year. Sorry. Kill half a year, two thirds. But, but here's yeah. here's more complexity for you. So what if that person who does that <clears throat> to sort of like prove that they're not just trying to save themselves, they offer up themselves as being one of the persons to be killed. That would that would really make Fuck it make up. it complex. Yeah. Like what way he's he's gonna kill himself too. So it's not like he's yeah. trying to. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> We kind of we went off on a tangent maybe, maybe, there. Maybe you're gonna edit some of this out. Maybe. No, no, I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna keep the whole thing oh, in because I sure? think no, I think it should be even good. my my rants about the anti SJWs. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Eh, fine, whatever. Yeah. Unless you want me to edit them out. No, why not? I no. mean, hey, they never censor themselves. No, so why my we my main thing ourselves? is is like I'm all for differing point of views, mm-hmm. and if you do want to send me messages, send them to Mike at CullenPark.com, and I will read them on a future episode. Maybe Tony Jenner's phone if I can get access to it yes. or whatever. So. Yeah, if you listen to our other podcast, you know who he is. <laughs> yes. Anyways, um, so my final question for everything: mm-hmm. Would you recommend this film to anyone? Oh yeah, sure, definitely. Uh, I I think 
I mean, if if you've invested all this this time, you know, a good ten years of movies, I think you 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 kind of owe it to your, you. Kind of have to. I mean, <clears throat> how many movies ha- have there been so far? In I think this, it's like twenty two or something. In this series alone, yeah. Okay, so if you invested a, at least ten of these movies, yeah, you kind of owe it to yourself to not let that hang. I mean, you kind of, I, I don't. I mean, just, my, just my, see it. My overall feeling on the movie is I loved it. I think it's a great end game to this. Um, but uh, there, I mean, it does have a lot of fan service in it. But fan service usually gets a bad rap as a name, as well, a word. What's fan service? What's fan that? service is like where they do things in movies to get those applause or service oh, like fan jokes or something. Like yeah, that. Or, or something where they mention where they have something that happened in the comic books happened in the movie okay. and things like that. Or you know, or like when a band plays the song you like. <clears throat> Yeah, you this know, is so yeah. terrible. You know, R- R- Rolling Stones are going to play, you know, um, um, Satisfaction. All of a sudden, you've been waiting for that for hours, right. you know. And that, how, that's how dare crazy. a band play songs I know. that the audience wants to listen to? Well, a lot of times they don't it. want to. <laughs> no, I know, but I want to say yeah. is like when people say that's a bad thing. It's like, no, I know. I'm going to see Metallica, but they better not play. There are, there are a lot. There, there are ways that things are done in a cheesy fan service okay. sort of way where it's like, it's like, hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Did you see where we... Uh, like it's too much? Yeah, like, like, yeah, did you see where we just threw that right at in your face? You know, sort of thing, you know, like, yeah. I see. But sometimes yeah. they get away with that by then acknowledging that they're doing that. Yeah. But even that somehow can be overplayed. Yeah. Well. So it's... But I, I did like this, and I did like all the pop culture references to mm. Hot Tub Time Machine and Back to yeah. the Future and Terminator so and other Hot things. Hot Tub Time Machine is now in that... that yeah, universe then, so that's... Well, it's a cool. movie within that universe. Movie within, sorry. That's what yeah. I mean. I guess my only thing, too, is like what you're saying about like stuff. Like, I, I like that, but I did sometimes think that jokey stuff was getting a little bit too much here. Oh, yeah, there. at times like, oh, it like, was. Come on, guys. Like, well, it, it does get a little bit too much at times, and I agree. Um, sometimes I think you can either overdo it or underdo it. Yeah. And this was kind of straddling both both at the same time because it was such a long movie right well that's the thing it was it was very it was it, that's why it was kind of like <coughs> somewhat like bipolar in that huh. aspect not bipolar yeah. in a medical term but just like literally like like you have like the ultimate like serious like these people are completely like defeated and beaten down and they live like in a world now where it's like there's just so much open space and everything's empty and then, like all of a sudden, you've got Thor with a beer gut, and it's, it's like like they go back and forth between yeah. like just like utter depression to like here's another joke, and it's it it it, it just it did feel kind of like sometimes like I, I was mean, watching two different. I'm, I'm not really sure. I mean, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely wrote the screenplay. There's mm-hmm. two people writing the screenplay, so who knows? Right, it could be like kind of a conflict of points of view too but it i mean i'm sure that they all agreed on and i mean by the way i didn't mention before i mean joe and anthony russo directed this movie as they did um infinity war Mm -hmm. um they were uh they are known primarily before they got into the marvel universe for doing tv shows like community and uh arrested development Mm -hmm. um this movie was awesome it had ken jong and Mm -hmm. yvette nicole brown from community which is one of my favorite shows of all time matt's as well and it was cool to see them doing cameos in this movie. Well, it's funny too because uh, because about that. So you got the Russo connection as well, right? Yeah, and one of the Russo brothers also was in the movie too, right? So you got that connection, but there's also another connection because in Community, the, the show, in the series finale, Jeff is in the study room talking to Annie, and he's saying like, 
how he wishes like he was like their age and stuff like that because he's like older than the rest of them and like he says like he he wished he could he could have like opinions on those lame ass marvel movies That's so you have funny. two actors from the tv yeah. show that are in the movie and then he's he's mentioning those movies within the show itself so it's kind of like a funny it's very abed type of yeah like because abed's all about like merging pop culture with his own life type of thing or whatever like yeah i mean it, it's funny how jeff does that too and it's funny too now because uh even though it's not marvel but uh <clears throat> But Joel McHale, who plays uh, Jeff, is actually going to be in the DC um, Universe TV series uh, Star Girl. <laughs> so he's going to be in a superhero show soon. Oh, who is Joel McHale? Are you kidding? Star? That's right, Star Girl. Yeah, yeah um, which which is a DC. I saw a preview for that um, recently. I think. Yeah, it's going to okay. be on the DC Universe app. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he's going to be in it. So that's so that's hilarious. That's not. I mean, Marvel, I know though. it's not Marvel, but it's still funny that he, <laughs> it is funny that he. Yeah, but but anyways, um, I like all the things and back to. I mean, they're also the the Infinity War thing. Um, I know this is, came out. You know, this was the last movie, big movie, but it was a uh, the. Bluth staircase from uh, Arrested Development yes. was in the background. No, not in not in uh, Infinity War. Actually, in Civil War. Civil War, yeah. Yeah, it was in that, and uh, so that makes uh, <clears throat> this all part of that same universe, in my opinion. Which then, in turn, makes it part of the Tommy Westfall universe, which we'll be talking about in a future episode. Yeah. So stay tuned for that, mm-hmm. and you'll find more out about that. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Anyways, um, so I would highly recommend this movie, though to anyone that has seen the other movies because you kind of have to have seen the other movies for this to kind of make sense too in a way you wouldn't get anything yeah you didn't see that's that's one of the major problems with this but well it's thing it's a it's a 10-year project yeah i mean it's meant it's meant to Mm -hmm. take work not work watching yeah he's not work but you know whatever it's like a good serious finale of a tv series investment yeah you need you you yeah i don't think to be any you would understand anything from this movie if you haven't seen any of those movies yeah i mean you might a little bit you know just kind of what they give you and the kind of or what they tell you background but it's still in the movie itself like oh we know this guy tried to kill people yeah like that but yeah (sighs) but anyways i would would see it i would tell someone to see it i want to go see it again sometime probably um less stupid people sorry yeah when when the when when the theater is less crowded um, but it, got everyone in their dumb theories that yeah, don't and, make any and sense. And then people that don't know the difference between Falcon and they call him Hawk. That's right. He's like, you're that, that Hawk guy. You're like, Hawkeye? No, the Hawk guy. Okay, that's very confusing. Because there's a guy named Hawkeye and you're saying that Hawk guy. Like, yeah, you what? mean Falcon. Come on. Yeah. Anthony Mackie's character, his name is Falcon. <laughs> Anyways. um, <laughs> It just reminds me when we saw, sorry, Captain Marvel. Yeah, I, I sorry, but I didn't mean to interrupt yeah. you. No, no, go ahead. I just, and I loved it so much when, I don't think you were at that point, but they showed the Shazam uh, preview. Yeah, and those two guys that were sitting behind us saying stupid crap the whole time. Yeah, and the guy goes, and again he said it's like in a serious tone, like he wasn't joking, like or like being sarcastic. He's like, he's like, yeah, that I heard that Shazam, like he's kind of like Deadpool. I'm like, oh my god, what? Like I, like I am not. A comic book guru by any stretch no. of imagination, but when you say something like yeah. Shazam was like Deadpool, are you fucking kidding me? Like, They're both comedies, maybe, but still, it's like. But one is like a violent, yeah. gruesome comedy where people get their entire bodies cut in half, and, and one is literally about a kid who turns into yeah. a superhero. And it's DC, which again, yeah. I guess that's 
If you well, DC know. is kind of dark too, but still, it is. But that, yeah. but that movie looks like a fun movie. Yeah, it is. I want to see that movie. We should do that sometime. We should, we should review that sometime. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I don't know. If we have time, we will. Anyways, um, any other thoughts or anything before we go here, Matt? No, just stay classy. Yes, stay, stay cla- classy, America. Stay classy and um, be your own version of a superhero. That's another good question right before we're done oh, here, though. Okay. If you could have any superpower, Matt, what would it be? <clears throat> um, I actually thought about this for a while before before you just asked yeah. me that. And I was going to... I actually had a really cool... Um, <clears throat> okay, well, tell me this. What what are the limits here? What constitutes a superpower? Any, any superpower okay. you want. You can make up one if you want to, even. I would say that I would like to manipulate time. That would be my superpower. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to talk about having the ability to time travel. Wow. Or manipulate or time manipulate, and all. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, that's just because I like time travel. I yeah. think it'd be cool. But you know, like what, like they said, you can't use it to gamble, or you can't use no, it. To, no, no. <laughs> can't do that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, that's all for today. And uh, yep, um, go off there and keep fighting them battles, people. I don't know what that was bad, but bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real Two Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.